0: Bismillah, Alhamdulillah. You're listening to IslamAlways.com, where we're always open 24 hours a day and plenty of free parking. This is Yusuf the National Muslim Chaplain, talking on the subject this morning of the mental metamorphosis, of the transition of the human being from one state to another. And we were using the analogy of the butterfly. I love butterflies. Do you like butterflies? When you're kids, do you ever chase the butterflies around? Did you? MashaAllah yeah huh yesterday morning, I knew this is a Shabab he's <laughs> <It's> chasing butterflies <laughs> Allah and a butterfly is interesting, but I, I want to ask, have you ever in the early spring of the year seen the leaves or the uh, grass or you know shrubbery around your house and there's little green worms are everywhere furry-looking little worms and they're wiggling around crawling around and they're they're a nuisance and the birds see them and they fly down and grab up these little worms and that became their breakfast or you can take some of them put them on a hook throw them in the water they become fish bait you know and that's how you catch some stomach for your stomach is to (laughs) throw them sorry i'm just trying to play some of the words to catch some fish So, then Allah puts this worm through an amazing metamorphosis. And that is something to show a non-believer, a person who doesn't believe in God at all. They want to believe in creation uh, as a joke. Where we believe in creation as being a vital part of our belief, they treat it like some kind of joke. Because they believe in evolution. Everything evolved out of something. There was a rock. It blew up from this blowing up, came out all this stuff. And then there was the earth and it was blue-green algae. And then something in the algae started eating the algae. And then something else started eating that. And then something else bigger came and ate that. Where did these things come from? Ah, It doesn't matter. And by the way, if that's how it all started, then the algae itself was cannibalistic. Have you ever thought about that? Well, anyway, just moving forward. Somehow out of this come these reptiles. Reptiles somehow jump out of the water and become birds and that's, that's an amazing feat when you consider the design of a reptile compared to that of a, of a bird. Then somehow all of this comes out to be monkeys and the monkeys change into human beings according to them. Well, that's uh, pretty amazing. I bet it happens over so many billion years, and they say, Yeah, but you don't understand. That was four and a half billion years ago, and this is ten billion years ago, and that's so many trillion years ago, and you don't know what a trillion is. I don't know what a trillion is. We've never seen anything in trillions, so they can play the game. There's two things that they can use one is time, and the other is distance. But the other thing they'll tell you about the universe is so many, how many billion light years away is so and so. And they, I don't know. I, I can't prove any of that stuff. I can tell you what's in front of me what's in front of me doesn't make any sense how can a monkey turn into a human being with the exception of my (laughs) brother-in-law I'm just kidding (laughs) I hope he doesn't hear this (laughs) but seriously in, in all seriousness that Allah has given us an example that we don't have to think about this creation versus evolution too seriously we really don't because it's not a problem for Muslims We have both We have it real clear Allah is Al-Khaliq Which in Arabic he is the creator There's nothing existing except he created it And there's no other creator out there To create something in competition with him He's Al-Khaliq, period The only one total creator He is creator, that's it At the same time, though, if you find evolution, you said, look, this changed to this. Well, that's called change or reshaping just to adjust to particular ecological uh, necessities. For instance, the finch, the birds that were observed by Charles Darwin 150 years ago off the coast of Ecuador in the Galapagos Islands, he made this amazing discovery and came back and drew all these pictures and told people what he had discovered. And keep in mind he was an amateur, an amateur study of, of nature, person studying nature. He was amateur. He was not an anthropologist. He was not an archaeologist. He was not a biologist. He was simply an amateur who liked to draw pictures of birds and he saw that when he went from one island to the next island that these were different uh, ecological strata that they were on one island for instance was grains nothing but grains like wheat and things like this another island was like mountains and another island was marshy or forests and things like this and in each one there were birds called finches and each one of them was built different the birds on one had on the island where the The wheat or the grain was their beaks were structured one way but where they had to work to get into the trees or in the rocks their beaks were uh, on their noses you know beaks are uh, constructed a different way so he thought that okay this means that they evolved this one evolved to this one evolved to this one he forgot to think of this they all exist at the same time how does one evolve into another they exist at the same time and if you thought that humans came out of monkeys, here's a real easy one for you. A five-year-old kid can ask you this question. Then how come there's still monkeys? so people didn't evolve yet? What are you going to say about that? And if that's the case, how do you know it didn't evolve the other way? Just because you think that this is the highest evolution, maybe the chimpanzee is looking at you going, we used to be like that. I mean, what's to say? Stop and think about it. Just because you consider our society better than theirs, I bet they would say the opposite. Huh, we got a deal going here you guys can't touch, you know. So this, from the right perspective when you look at it, a lot of these things people promote because it's financially advantageous to them, politically advantageous to them, economically advantageous. So that we can promote this idea and get people to do what we want them to do. I can encourage you to look at Harun Yahya's stuff that he's got online about this. Well, I don't agree with everything he says, but I don't need to. The point is that he's done a lot of work to explain this. HarunYahya.com. Check it out. While we're on this subject, we want to mention that if you find what you call evolution or reshaping, that Allah has another name, Al-Bari, which means the Evolver. It's as simple as that. We have both in our religion. It's built in. Al-Khaliq, the creator. Al-Bari, the evolver. So we don't have to make a decision. We have both. Move to the next subject and come back to what's really important. How about the evolution of the human being himself? And I'm not talking about uh, over many centuries. I'm talking about just in our own individual lives. We all started out like that worm that we were talking about, that little green worm but that worm he goes through a process that Allah lets you watch and you can show this to a disbeliever let him look and just watch this worm goes into this little cocoon this little like silk thread wrapped all around him and he spins that himself and then he lays there like a dead person this is the way they wrap us up when they put us in the grave same way and then he stays in this state this transitional state without food without water just like we'll be in the grave And then suddenly he's reborn. He comes out. He breaks out. And when he comes out of there, he doesn't resemble anything of that worm at all. Not the color. Not the shape. Not the length. Not the legs. Not the moving structure. Not the head. Even the antennae that he has on his head. All of it different. But the thing most noticeable to us is going to be what? the wings because we look at the wings everything to us is by our eyes when we see the butterfly we're looking at how he looks we love those beautiful wings flapping and moving now he becomes something it's an object of affection for the children to chase him around uh, and some of the older children as well <laughs> yesterday you're chasing butterflies in uh, that's your story okay <laughs> and, and what's beautiful What's beautiful, you can just just look and it's free. It doesn't cost anything to just enjoy looking at these butterflies, right? A few weeks ago, he was fish bait. But then the Prophet told son an amazing statement. He said, When a person comes into Islam, they're reborn. It's mentioned in the Bible that when Jesus told the people the same thing, that when they come into the right belief and do the right deeds, because you know, it's emphasized even in the Bible today. That they're reborn. And from his own people, from the Jews, they came to him and they said, How do you say we're going to be reborn? How am I going to go back inside my mother and come back out again? They were making fun of him, ridiculing what he was saying. And he explained the same as the Prophet ﷺ explained, that because you're going through a rebirth process, because now you're coming into this life for real. You started as this worm, this ugly, furry, green, slimy, or whatever thing crawling around, fish bait bird bait, but now you have going through a process Allah puts you through something usually people when they say I believe, Allah puts them through something, he tells us in Surah al Ankabut, do they think they're going to be left alone on saying we believe and they won't be tested, they won't be put through some fitna we're going to put them through the fitna just like we did the people before, to show those that are saying the truth about what they're claiming, and to expose the liars and their falsehood Chapter 29, verse 2 and verse 3. Check it out. Allah going to put people to the test? He said he is. So this cocoon or this squeezing and laying there and suffering or whatever. I don't know what they went through. I didn't ever ask any butterfly. But when they come out, then how beautiful is it? The rebirth of the human being into this deen of Islam. The submission to Allah on his terms. Is an amazing thing. Because suddenly now he understands his purpose he sprouts his wings and he's able to really, really do some amazing things can you imagine a flying worm it's amazing things that he can do now but the best part of all is not the beauty that he feels in himself or the beauty that other people see the change of his character the real beauty now is that Allah is observing him as beautiful and if Allah observes you as beautiful you're in really good shape you're in really good shape But if you don't do it, if you don't go through the process, you'll always just be fish bait. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those people who make the successful transition into the rebirth of Islam and cause us to be of those people who go through this mental metamorphosis of altering the previous into the better like the butterfly, I mean. Allah give us this tawfiq, Ameen. Allah guide us and protect us, help us, forgive us and give us His Jannah. Ameen. You've been listening to Islam always and we hope you always will listen to Islam always. And most of all we want to remind you that it's Allah who is the judge so we don't need to judge each other. Let Allah be the judge and we ask for His mercy and His judgment. Ameen.